ठीक है गुड मॉर्निंग एवरी वन सो वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस अबाउट हाइब्रिड क्लाउड इन दिस सेशन माई सेल्फ अलॉन्ग विद रमिंदर विल टॉक अबाउट द बेनिफिट्स स्ट्रैटेजीज एंड अदर एस्पेक्ट्स ऑफ द हाइब्रिड क्लाउड माई नेम इज़ प्रणय झा आई एम वर्किंग विद एच सी एल एज अ क्लाउड कंसल्टेंट एंड रमिंदर इज़ वर्किंग विद वी एम बी आर सो इन टूडेज एजेंडा वी आर गोइंग टू डाइव इन इन टू द हाइब्रिड क्लाउड सोल्यूशंस माइग्रेशन स्ट्रैटेजीज एच सी एक्स एंड लैब्स दैट यू कैन एक्सप्लोर टू गेट सम हैंड्स ऑन ऑन द हाइब्रिड क्लाउड सोल्यूशन एंड एच सी एक्स वट इज़ हाइब्रिड क्लाउड बेसिकली हाइब्रिड क्लाउड इज अ कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ टू क्लाउड्स वी हैव अ प्राइवेट क्लाउड इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर और यू कैन से लेगेसी इंफ्रा एंड वी हैव सम पब्लिक क्लाउड सो वैन यू यूज द सर्विसेज फ्राम द पब्लिक क्लाउड एंड ऑल्सो गेट यूज टू द एग्जिस्टिंग इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर विच इज रिसाइडेड इन योर पब्लिक प्राइवेट इन्वायरमेंट दैट मेक्स इट हाइब्रिड एंड यू कैन हैव access to the services that you want to use from the public cloud such as amazon azure and you can also leverage the services like we have vsphere so that make a combination of two products and that become hybrid we'll uh, discuss about the data center type i'll take example here of vmc and aws we have a customer data center over here and we are leveraging some services from the amazon and that when you are when you are using those services and you are accessing the customer data center and you connect both data center in a, a, a single console that becomes vmc on aws where you can have services from uh, vsphere as well as from the amazon and why should we use hybrid cloud there are certain benefits there are cer certain core benefits that i uh, will talk so your application team does not have to be dependent on some kind of hardware they do not have to be dependent on the it infrastructure or anything they'll have they can continuously do their work and that gives you a business agility and also like your uh, it team they do not need to worry about the hardware they need to uh, they do not need to procure the hardware every time or uh, some uh, latest version has came into the market or some kind of uh, uh, the hardware which is not uh, Uh, compatible so that worries have uh, like they do not need to worry about those things so it provides a better it efficiency and uh, it also like hybrid cloud solution provide several security features and also uh, you uh, you have like you do not need to worry that okay well, i have some kind of major requirement and uh, i need to uh, i required more uh, hardware so those gives a uh, that reduce the business risk and give a lot of benefit to the uh, uh, to the business there are certain other benefits like let's suppose i am i'm taking example you have inventory that you are accessing into the public cloud environment and you have one inventory which is you are accessing into the uh, private cloud environment so uh, if you are access you if you are managing both in a different way you have to be dependent like if you you need to access the console of vspace vcenter server and you need to access the console of aws or azure but here you will have a centralized inventory you can integrate those uh, things in a single console and you have uh, a better management uh, point of uh, console and which will which will also reduce the complexity from the uh, uh, managing the it infrastructure and also let's suppose there are certain security governance policies which are applied on the vspare or vcenter server or uh, there are certain uh, services or security applied on the public cloud so if you are migrating your infra from the uh, 
your vCenter server from vSpin environment to the public cloud, you'll have to make all those changes. But if you are using the hybrid cloud solution, specifically like which is managed or provided by the VMware, you do not need to like worry or change those security policies. And you'll have, you can uh, live, you can uh, apply those policies which are uh, already exist on the VMware environment because it, uh, it is uh, the cons console is the same and all the features are the same. Also, you do not require any kind of skill sets. Let's suppose I'm already manager. I'm a Windows guy or VMware guy. I'm already managing the VMware environment. And if you are migrating to some public cloud, you require additional skill sets. But if you are already have like, uh, if you are taking the console, which is similar, uh, which is uh, more similar to the your legacy or current infrastructure, you do not need to enhance like work more onto the uh, enhancing the skill set of your IT guy. Apart from that, uh, if, I, uh, if I discuss about the public cloud, and there are several challenges, like uh, in, you need to re-architecture, you need to refactor the entire applications. Uh, uh, take example of one application, which is already running on the vCenter server, ESXi host, and in the VM environment. And if you are migrating that workload or, or application to the public cloud, that definitely you'll have to re-architecture and refactor those things to in order to work those uh, properly in uh, the different environment. Also, that require a lot of downtime and a huge migration. Uh, 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 that migration activity will take a long time. And apart from that, skill set as I discussed, that also is a major pain for everyone. There are common use cases, like, uh, like we have data center extension that can be used, and also this disaster recovery, it can be also used for the disaster recovery scenarios. And if you want to like scale in, scale out uh, to the, uh, due to s uh, certain times, so that can also be uh, done, like uh, take example of Black, uh, Black Friday sale. Your uh, owner want, your company want uh, some, some additional workloads during that particular time. You do not need to worry about those things. You can just take additional services and release after the use. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a real time use case. There was a customer who wanted to migrate 700 workloads to uh, uh, who want to upgrade who wanted to upgrade the 700 workloads to the latest one, which is which was vSphere 7.0, and also he had some requirement additional requirement for a short period of, of time, uh, as I uh, said about the Black Friday sale. So you you wanted to uh, utilize these use case two use cases for the uh, and he uh, opted for one hybrid cloud solution and like he went for the IBM VMware solution and there were there was certain painful areas he was thinking about like he had to do hardware refresh every time and every three years uh, like if uh, har if hardware is not compatible he had to refresh that and also uh, the capital expenditure for shorter period of uh, workloads uh, if he had to upgrade some uh, applications he had to use some resources for short period he ha like he had to increase their capital expenditures it was also one of the major pain area but uh, uh, like rather going to the new hardware or utilizing uh, upgrading the existing uh, uh, environment he used to go like you used hybrid cloud solution and used ibm vmware solution in, in that case and in what happened like uh, the underlying hardware was provided by the vendor hybrid cloud vendor and uh, it was uh, came with the pre-installed ESXi host and he migrated, the, the migration activity took a shorter time 
and also the pay as you go, uh, use pay as you go service and uh, the workloads that he wanted to use for a certain period of time. He did not uh, like, uh, he used it for uh, some time and then released it. And which solution I should opt for? Specifically, it is provided by VMware or managed by VMware. There are certain solutions like we have VMC on AWS, EVS solution. We have Google Cloud VMware solution, then IBM VMware solution, Oracle Cloud VMware solution. There are certain other uh, as well. So these are the a few of the uh, uh, solutions that we can use in our environment. And how to migrate? So we have a different uh, three type of migration strategies. Like we have one lift and shift, one partial refactor, and one is complete refactor. So in lift and shift, you can just uh, offload your all the workloads from the on-prem to uh, the hybrid cloud solution, and you do not need to make any changes. In partial refactor, you have a certain change. You have to do certain changes, and you can, like, uh, you wanted to do uh, change to few applications or few workloads. And in complete refactor, you want to re-architect. Uh, you want to refactor entire applications and workload. So these three strategies we have in uh, while we are doing the migration. And phases in transformation, there are four phases. One is discovery, another one is planning, third one is testing, and fourth one is migration. In discovery phase, you assess your environment that what all workloads exist in your environment and what all resources that are consuming. And also in planning phase, once you move to this phase, you plan like how much resources we would require, what all uh, components we need to migrate, so those plannings you do. And in testing phase, you uh, take few of the workloads which are not in the pro like which are not the production. You can take dev or uh, testing uh, workloads and do some kind of migration uh, to check whether the application is working fine in the uh, next environment or not. And in the migration, you do the cutover. You replicate all entire your entire data sets and uh, do the cutover during this phase. And there are my different migra uh, migration options and uh, methods that we, we have. Uh, one is VMA HCX, another one is vMotion that you can use. Third one is advanced cross vCenter uh, uh, vMotion you can also use. And SRM can also be used to do the migration. Apart from that, cloud discovery, uh, uh, sorry, cloud disaster recovery and content library. So. Uh, yeah, how you want to go, whether it is a hot, warm, or cold, cold, that depends, and which features you want to use, so that you can uh, take it from here. And uh, definitely, uh, as a cloud uh, cloud consultant, I always prefer to like uh, go for the VMware SCX, as it is like uh, whenever I take any services which is provided or managed by VMware, it comes uh, free of cost. I do not need to invest much on that. So Raminder will cover uh, the rest of the part about the HCX. Yeah, I would I would agree with Pranay when it comes to HCX. Um, I'd, I'd talk about HCX, what it can do, and how it can help you to migrate from your current existing environment to maybe a public cloud, or you know when you want to migrate to another hybrid cloud environment. So HCX as a product, it helps you to bring that mobility and helps you to bring that cloud extension for the network that you want to basically uh, migrate. When you want to migrate your workloads from your on-prem to your cloud, you may want to have the same kind of network there, right? You may want to, you don't want to re-IP your machines. You don't want to have the change in the, in the MAC addresses. So those things you don't want to deal with. So HCX gives you that flexibility when you're moving your workloads from on-prem to a cloud environment, or maybe, you know, between clouds when you're moving your, your workloads, you have the ability to extend your networks, retain the same IP addresses, retain the same MAC addresses, and perform the migrations with a minimal downtime involved, or maybe no downtime. You know, you can you can use features which can offer you without uh, migrations without downtime as well. Um, so it it really helps you to accelerate your migration towards the cloud, 
and helps you with adoption of the WAN optimization features, which can, which can do it in a seamless manner without downtime, right? Um, we have features like bulk migration and some of the usage scenarios that we have, migrations and transformations, you have hardware refreshes which you're doing, right? So we can accommodate that. You have hardware upgrades, software upgrades that you're dealing with, and that's, uh, that's the time when you decide that, okay, whether, rather than doing the hardware refresh in my current existing data center, why don't I just go ahead and leverage a cloud which is already available and migrate my existing workloads to the cloud? Um, you want to consolidate smaller, smaller data centers into larger data centers. So currently I'm working with a customer who actually has a lot of data centers spread across the globe, around 270 data centers, and they're looking at consolidating them to 70, 60, 70 data centers. And we're using HCX there. Uh, we've already consolidated a few of their data centers ex already but we are in the process of uh, you know, consolidating the remaining ones. Uh, that's a pretty good use case there, you know, consolidating smaller data centers. Hybrid applications when you're running, you want the same networks to be extended in the cloud, on-prem, on you, know, you can have that layer two extension capabilities as well. Um, legacy equipment replacement avoidance, you don't want to do that. Um, rapid migration and burst capacity. Some of the use cases that he's already talked about, I think the first thing that comes to, my, uh, to anybody's mind is do I have to pay any additional cost for this? HCX come at no additional cost if you're using a cloud migration services and if you basically have NSX in your environment, right? So there's no additional cost. It helps you create the connections between your on-prem and the SDDC clouds. You can stretch your layer two networks. I mentioned about the IP addresses and the MAC addresses. You can retain them, right? You don't have to change them. You don't have to re-IP, re-MAC your applications. Uh, it is backward compatible. And replication, uh, there are multiple options for replication as well. So quickly covering the license features, we have advanced is what you, what you get as part of, uh, you know, which, which is available to you at no additional cost. But the enterprise features are something which you have to upgrade to, right? Which means there's an additional cost if you want to go with the upgrade uh, of the enterprise version. Um, some of the components, I just want you to uh, make you familiar with the components here. So we have HCX Connector Manager, which actually facilitates the deployment of the HCX overall solution. Um, so you have the HCX Cloud Manager. So this is the source site here, and that is the destination on the other side. On the destination, you can see the component there is an additional component which is missing here is NSX. So on the source, we don't have a prerequisite that you must have NSX, but on the destination, you should have NSX so that we can offer you the network extension capabilities, right? So HCX Cloud Manager is the first component you deploy. Once you have the HCX Cloud Manager, you can deploy the HCX Connector Manager on the source side. So you start with the destination side, and then you deploy it here. Once you have the HCX managers deployed on both the sites, there's a one-is-to-one -one relationship between the HCX manager and the vCenter. HCX manager gives you the capability to deploy all these service appliances. Now, these service appliances help you to build the service mesh. You have the same amount of you basically do the pairing of the source and the destination service appliances. I've got the network extension appliance, which helps you to extend your networks, layer two networks. Then I have the gateway appliance, the Sentinel gateway appliance, which helps you to, uh, which helps you with the OS replication. Then we have the WAN optimizer and the IX, right? Um, and then, you know, uh, quickly covering, you need at least two vCenters and two HCX managers. Um, at a minimum is what you need. And um, yes. Um, just that last slide here, covering here, we have the source site, and when you, do, when you have to perform the migration, uh, this is a quick view of the bulk migration, how it happens. I have the source site, I, have the, I go ahead and initiate the bulk migration, I schedule the migration, it performs a full synchronization in the first place. Once the full sync is done, you're still making changes on the source site, we do the delta synchronization, and then lastly you do the, 
switch over. When you do the switch over, it is gonna shut down all the VMs here on the source side, migrate everything onto the destination. If there's any failure while this migration, while the switch over happens, it keeps the VMs powered on on the source side. And once, if it is successful, it actually goes ahead and renames and moves everything onto the source side under a, a VM migrated to cloud folder, right? So there, there are a few labs. I know I'm uh, overshooting time. In the interest of time, uh, these are the labs that you can go through. And if you have any questions, I'll be around and happy to answer those questions. Thank you, everybody.